VHS podcast. I am Rodrigo. I'm here with Joe, Emma, Brian, Sam. And since we're right around the corner for Halloween, we decided we wanted to do a spooky Halloween podcast. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about a few mysteries around our area, um, which is Massachusetts. Um, and some other fun things like serial killers. Uh, let's get it started. So, the first mystery I wanted to talk about was the Lady of the Dunes. Um, she was a woman discovered on July 26, 1974, in Race Point Dunes, um, Provincetown. Um, something to note was that her body, like the sand around her body, had not been disturbed. So, like, there weren't footprints or anything around her body, which is somewhat strange. Um, her teeth and one of her forearms and one of her hands had been removed, and possibly because the killer had been trying to keep her unidentifiable. Mm. Uh, she was described with having ginger hair and a blue bandana, which is important for later, and I'll get to that. And um, her body had already begun the decomposition, um, process by the time that it was found. It was found by, I think, like a young jogger um, that had passed by. And she was believed to be around like 20 to 49 and was killed most likely from blunt force to her head from like a, an object. And this is where it gets gross. She was nearly decapitated, um, thought to be from strangulation. Which is really yeah. it has to be really hard to do that by strangling someone, right? What and is yeah, and, and what is nearly like her head? Like, like it wasn't completely cut off. Wait, maybe she had internal decapitation. That's when literally your brain and the spinal cord just, just separate. Yeah, I'm sure if it was that close, that must have happened too. Um, and what's weird is that there was no sign of struggle, so it must have happened either after death or like she just wasn't expecting it. And the growth. This or is like really, really gross. There was signs of sexual assault but after the body had died see yep that's some yeah. like criminal criminal mind stuff um so the case was super hard to solve because back then they didn't have dna technology and or it was primitive compared to what we have now and so the case went cold and they had buried her by october of the same year and they've dug her up like multiple times like i think once in the 90s and like a couple times in the 2000s to like attempt to find out what had happened to her, but nothing has really led to anything. Um, some of the leads that came from this were missing persons reports that they had tried to cross-reference with where she was and like a female that had like gone missing. And in 1987, a woman had come forward saying that her that she had saw her father strangling a woman two years before the murder, which it's enough time to like sort of make him right. not a suspect but it's yeah. still like well, sus yeah two years but then there was another woman who had said that her sister disappeared um around the same time in boston so maybe she had made her way to provincetown right. and then sadly been killed um people who have been um suspects have been murderers like tony costa which we'll get to later and then whitey bulger who was this mobster he was uh, mostly a suspect because 
he had been seen with a woman that looked a lot like the victim and he he was known for taking out the teeth of his victim interesting and then the other man had died i think like two months before so he was like thrown off as a, a suspect um, the ongoing narr- narrative is that Haddon Clark, who's also a serial killer, had confessed to the murders, um, and he had said, quote, I could have told the police what her name was, but after they beat the S out of me, I wasn't going to tell them S. The murder is still unsolved, and what the police are looking for is in my grandmother's garden. Um, and then the authorities had said that he was schizophrenic, so it really wasn't reliable that he was saying this, because it could have been, like, he might have been led to falsely accuse himself right. of it. Yeah. Um, this is where it gets interesting. There's a theory from Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, he believes that she was an extra on Jaws. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Because it was filmed mainly between May and October of 1974. And it was uh, filmed mostly on Nantucket in that area. But... Um, extras could have like left the set and like right. been on yeah. the tape. I was say like it wouldn't be super noticeable if mm-hmm. she just disappeared. And like, it was like perfect timing that it was between like May and October and it happened in July yeah. the murder. Um and he had also seen like there's a picture of like the extra and it looks really similar because she has ginger hair and the blue bandana yeah. which is what I was talking about before. I feel like with this type of murder, it's super, not that I'm like an expert or anything, but I feel like it's fair to say that it's not like someone killing out of anger. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's much deeper than that. And I feel like it is something like a serial killer would do because I mean, not to like reference a TV show, but I'm gonna, like yeah. in Criminal Minds, like they always talk about like signature and motive and stuff like that. And that type of thing is just not really something that you'd see like instead of just shooting and killing someone mm-hmm. because like you want them dead if you do something like this i feel like it is like indi- indicative of a serial killer mm-hmm. yeah um that's why a lot of the suspects were people who right. yeah, had like sense. motives and like it was similar for like the the mobster who had like taken people's teeth out and stuff like that so it didn't really seem like a random killing especially because like they had, like, taken her arms off and, like, some of her teeth and stuff. So, like, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. So it does seem like something, like, fitting for a serial yeah. killer. And, like, sexually assaulting her after she's dead, that's clearly, like, some sort of like unusual, weird. like, fetish. Like, that's not... Yeah. Some sexual assault crimes, like, end up resulting in murder, but not... If you sexually assault someone after you kill them, that's a lot different mm-hmm. than doing it prior to yeah, murdering because like I don't, it's like the the mind you have to be in to like okay like it's i don't know it's like weird that i'm saying it but like you're in one way when you're like doing it if she's alive but then to go like kill her like take off a piece of her, her body and stuff and then like go through the yeah. whole act it just seems like someone who like it is interesting to know. also think about like if he sexually assaulted her after like mutilating her body and stuff mm-hmm. or if he did did it and then mutilated her body I don't know. That just that kind of stuff is really weird. Um, oh, were you gonna? Out of like rejection, like rejecting like an insane person. Oh yeah. You know. There are like cases of people who have been rejected and then like the person like going and like taking retaliation on them. Yeah. So, um, going back to one of the, sorry, <laughs> wait, were you gonna? No, 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 
Um, going back to one of the suspects, Tony Costa, um, we had some information about him we wanted to talk about. Um, well, I researched a little bit about Tony Costa, um, and he was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and he was accused of killing four women, um, Susan Perry, Sydney Monzon, Patricia Walsh, and Mary Ann Wazaki um, in Truro. So... Um, the it was kind of this case is kind of weird so susan perry's remains were found on february 8th um and they were found while they were searching for wazaki and walsh and um she was cut up into eight pieces um and so then the head and torso of wazaki was found a month later in a nearby forest clearing uh then walsh's body was found and both women had suffered knife wounds but died from gunshot wounds and um, I think the like creepiest thing that I read was the district attorney, Edmund um, Dennis, made a statement to the media saying that the hearts of each girl had been removed from the bodies and were not in the graves. Oh and each body was cut into as many parts as there are joints. Oh, my God. So I thought oh. that was really creepy. Wait. And there was also teeth marks and signs of cannibalism that were found. Because I read that um, a reporter had been like, oh, is this the Cape Cod vampire? And he was like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, a you, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, oh, do you no, more to, I mean. It's weird. Like, serial killers always have, like, a thing about them that they do. Like, their signature. Yeah. Um, it's, like, the, the heart thing is so weird. Because, like, I don't know. It's just, like. I, I want to like think like maybe he's like taking their heart like their yeah know, like does it mean something. something or is it just he's like mm -hmm. just probably he's probably crazy but like doesn't mean anything well I mean we can probably guess that he's crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably yeah fair to say I feel, I feel like the theory about um the lady of the dunes being an extra in Jaws is also like super interesting and super convenient too. Yeah. Like what? A lot of people have like pushed it off, saying like it's sort of like it's too convenient. Like oh, like you know, it's no. coincidence or stuff. But I like, don't think so. It's really ginger hair with a the exact blue bandana. That yeah. first of all, like having ginger hair isn't very common. Mm -hmm. And then having the exact bandana, like having it in the right time period. She yeah. lives in the well. She well, was she was in the right on place. set or in like, the area. Yeah. It does it just is very it's like something to seriously consider i, I wonder like when the picture was taken in correlation to when the body was found because maybe that bandana oh, was yeah. part of her like outfit for, for the, the set day or, or something, something. Yeah. yeah oh like that's interesting maybe it could have been like the day before or something yeah. like that i wonder sure. though if investigators like were able to get any information from like the production crew of jaws like because i doubt that they keep like record of all of the names yeah. of the extras because they're not it was yeah. 40 years ago so right. like it would be really hard and even just like showing someone a picture of her i don't really think anyone would be like oh i remember oh, her yeah. like yeah. it's not like that but it is like i mean also it's filmed like with beaches where there's tons and tons yeah. of people that they needed extras mm -hmm. for so i doubt that there was like a filing yeah. system and like a lot of people from like the cape worked on that movie like yeah my my your mom's mom. family got offered to be extras oh, wow. while she lived on martha's vineyard because mm -hmm. they had a big family but her dad was like no we can't because i have to work because mm -hmm. he was going to take time off work so oh, yeah okay. yeah what's sad about these is that like 
we don't have a name for her. Like, she's just yeah. the Lady of the Dunes. So, I like, feel like that's almost, like, yeah. making, like, I understand the term, like, Lady of the Dunes, but I mm-hmm. do wonder if, like, it can be interpreted as, like, disrespectful to mm-hmm. just, like, give her this label when really, like, she was her own person. Like, I wonder if that's controversial at all. Yeah. I feel like it's more fitting than just, like, a Jane Doe, because Jane Doe is, is, like, every missing person yeah. just gets, like, a Jane Doe. And, like, it does seem sort of, like, cheesy, because, like, the Lady of the Dunes, yeah, and she was found at the beach and stuff, but, like... No, it definitely makes sense, Yeah, though. it'd be nice to, like, find out who she is. It, like, and the, the theory of, like, her being the, the extra would help, because maybe we could find out who she was, and we'd be able to, like, close a case. Just doing some... Oh, hey, that's loud. <laughs> uh, some quick searching right now. They said that the woman in the movie wasn't a official extra. She was just in the crowd scene. So she probably didn't even know she was in the movie at the time. Mm -hmm. But what they were saying is that that movie was so memorable because it was like the first summer blockbuster. There wasn't really movies filmed in that area. And the people that were in the movie are like, I was in it. I was in that scene. So the fact that she hasn't come forward to be like, I was the person in the bandana, I think adds to the credibility of that theory. Because if you were in Jaws, you'd be like, yo, I was in Jaws. I was sick. I thought you meant like the Lady of the Dunes didn't come forward. (laughs) Actually, it's so important to think about. I didn't even think about that. If that, the image of that person must have gone so viral that if it wasn't the Lady of the Dunes, like, yeah, the woman most definitely would have come forward Mm -hmm. and been like, no, that's not unless she's just like a terrible oblivious person but i feel like oh that's really weird i never even thought of that and it's not like we have any other like really backed up theories except no. for the Haddon clark confession right which going back to that strange. um he the reason why it's what the police want to believe is um like the, the theory as of right now is because he in 2004 clark had sent a letter to his friend saying that he had killed a woman on Cape Cod. And he sent two drawings. Uh, One was of a handless woman, and she was sprawled on her stomach. And there was another drawing of a map pointing to where the body had been found. And then four years before that, in April in 2000, um, he had shown um, the police where he had buried two victims from 20 years before, and then stated that he had murdered several others in various states between the 1970s and the 1990s who's this friend like who feels comfortable <laughs> yeah. enough with their friend to be like all right i'm gonna tell you that i murdered someone he's like oh i got these the letters well you have to be pretty n- mentally insane to do that Imagine. but i feel like it's interesting because a lot of serial killers like they do like it they like get off on like confessing to crimes mm-hmm. and like inserting themselves into crimes even if they're not involved like i that's like really common and I feel like the fact that it literally says, I could have told the police what her name was, but like after they beat me up, I wasn't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's just way too convenient. Like if if he was like, this if he was rambunctious enough to come forward and say I killed her, yeah. I feel like he would 
want to be like, be like this oh, is her I'm name the one like killed her yeah oh, this like is her this is her this husband like this is her family like this is what like yeah some yeah. just to like terrorize and be like yeah that i killed yeah because the fact that he's saying oh i'm not going to tell you now because you beat me up is less believable than yeah. the fact that if he actually was like i know all of this it like sounds like true. when a kid is like oh i would exactly. tell you but so i really don't want to yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. but like imagine all the people who are like serial killers or like do creepy sh- stuff like yeah that, um just don't tell people in their lives yeah. so it's like that guy must have been like really comfortable with him murdering people <laughs> or they're both yeah. like yeah maybe they're just besties you know also, like they're super yeah. close not to be like not creep creep or anything but like the beach is a great place to put a body i'm was just it, gonna say did that. they find it above no the that's sand, not creepy that's um true. they had found it in like this ditch with like the bushes there's like a oh, picture it's not really clear that oh. it's her the body the beach the ocean like all of that like type the of stuff there's so many factors that can come into play to like contaminate the body in the ocean as long as oh, it doesn't yeah. wash back up. No, even if it does wash back up, it's going to be a so decomposed that it's it. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially the with like all the bacteria and yeah. the, the chances of eats up it. the body leading back to the murderer is so mm-hmm. like unlikely yeah. if you mm-hmm. jump into so the So I natural. wonder why... We're all like, okay, we have good ideas. Where to dump bodies. I wonder why he didn't put it in the ocean instead of leaving it on the beach because see the thing is like questions like that that's like what profilers do i think like the fact that he did leave it in a place like that is like it's it's significant enough to help them like profile the the person obviously yeah yeah like it's like there's a reason he did the things he did like it's it's all very well thought out it's not just like i'm just gonna leave it on the beach maybe it's even if like you don't find out who he was like the fact that Maybe he's like, oh, my or work she got yeah. you like yeah. an artist who does a painting. You might know like their works, but you might not remember their name yeah. or something like. Exactly. Because the Picasso looks not a guy. Picasso. Oh, I'm just putting that out. That there. could be true. If, I feel like that's unlikely, but that is like important <laughs> to think about too. Yeah. Uh, so only one forearm and hand were missing. Yeah, one hand and then the. Okay, the so other I feel like these things are pointing to the fact that he wanted it to be found and he wanted it to no he Wait, definitely enjoyed it it wasn't him yeah. being like Could oh i want her dead by her like i was just gonna say though but so you said that she had dental work that could have cost around five to ten thousand yeah. dollars and that he removed some of her no yep he yeah did he removed remove some, some of, her, of teeth. her teeth so were i mean i'm pretty sure none of you like will know this right off the top of your head but did so were they not able to trace her back to her dental records? Like, was that just not an option? No, she's just not. I, and I, especially now that her body is decomposed, like, completely, because it's been, like, 40 years. Even now, though, like, I when mean, they f- if I don't they really could, know anything. When they but found the body, wouldn't <laughs> they have, like, been like, oh, let's do dental records or mm-hmm. something but like no, that? No, if don't. a skeleton, doesn't it have teeth? Like, couldn't you still yeah. exhume her body and, like, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because especially I don't know the timeline of when like DNA came in and was like thought of like as legit the seventies. Yeah, but like it got better later. On. Yeah, I know like around the nineties is when like it really became like more widely used in police. But um, it's really difficult because then like from the seventies to the twenties or not twenties, from the seventies to the nineties, it was a- enough time for her body to like give less information about it. That's true. It would. I like, wonder the amount of evidence what happened to the hand and the forearm. Yeah. Like, did he keep it? Did he take it oh, with? Yeah. Like, where is like, it? Where like, it nothing's been found. I don't. Yeah, think. and maybe he like ate at it. 
He ate it. it. <laughs> he <laughs> ate <laughs> it. <laughs> um, what's it called? I was going to say... Oh, my God. Oh, with the dental records thing, you could say that because there are millions of people, it would be really hard to, like, trace back to, like, specific yeah. teeth. It especially is, though. if people have, like, similarities. Yeah, them. but I do think that dental, like bodies that are extremely like hard to identify it is most of the time that dental records are what like Mm -hmm. identifies them but i i don't know how specific it would have to be because obviously it's not as specific as like a fingerprint or dna Mm -hmm. but and if she had dental work that could have cost around that much like then her dental records would be different over the years right wait if it was braces so i read that that. it was like (laughs) called the new york like thing i forget what it was it was like um, the way that she had her teeth put in was, oh. like, super expensive. So, like, if there are records, like, you'd think huh. that, like... Then there would be medical records, too. Like, not just, like, from the dentist. It would like be, like, a plastic surgery. surgeon. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I Let me, They're called the New York style of dental work. So, it would cost between, like, 5000 to $10,000 so for, she's rich. like, her crowns and Maybe. stuff. Okay. I don't know how much that is now. Aren't, though. like, like rich 5, people... Yeah, 10, don't inflation. they always, like, get involved with, like, drugs? Like maybe <laughs> not always. Okay. <laughs> I'm just all saying. All rich people I'm just love saying drugs. a lot of the rich people that get murdered or die, drugs. I so I think that would be like a fair maybe case. Maybe she's involved. But it's, with a, it's a big business. I was just gonna well. say though, but her murder, like we've said, like was so like different and like specific okay, that I don't true. think someone would have like. It wouldn't have been like having to do with drugs. And I think probably, it was like literally I a serial killer. I thought they did like a toxicology report to see if she had been drugged. It, or yeah. if they well, even could. I don't. They yeah, they probably couldn't because she was so decomposed and yeah. you need like mm-hmm. tissues. And oh yeah, true, and even <laughs> by the <laughs> time that they had found her, she had already decomposed like a good yeah. amount. So yeah. like. So like, how long was it? I think I don't know the exact dates. I might just throw. I don't want to throw anything out. Actually. Well, she was know. discovered in 1974. Well, yeah. see, the thing is that, like, forensic science is, like, advancing so much. Like, mm-hmm. even since mm-hmm. 1974, it's so different now. Like, I'm sh- not sure. But I bet if she, if this happened, like, today. Oh, they would find them. Yeah, even no, if it was, definitely. like, that decomposed, I think she would have a much better chance of, like, being identified. Yeah. yeah. I'm picturing, like, the show Bones in my head mm-hmm. where they, like, take it and they put it on a big tray and... Yeah, investigate like forensic bones. anthropology. Yeah, I think that's what right it's now. Maybe the closest that they could do is like give us like a detailed explanation as to what happened to her mm-hmm. and like when she died because like of like carbon dating with like boat yeah. bones and stuff like that. But like we already know that she died around like July. And if she was murdered in Provincetown, which might not be likely because it says the sand had not been disturbed in the area around the body which I'm pretty sure is indicative that the body was placed there, right? Mm-hmm. Not, that wasn't, like, the primary, okay. Wouldn't there be so footprints even if it was placed there? Because you'd have to, but like, walk up. But sand moves. Yeah. Like I think when it says the sand was undisturbed, I think it means the sand under her. Under her. Like, oh. didn't indicate, I don't really know. But yeah. anyways, I think well, yeah. that, I'm gonna, like, so if she was murdered in Provincetown is my point. Like, Provincetown is such a, like, small, like, community that yeah. you would think that, someone would come forward and be like i knew her Mm -hmm. like even a blue bandana and auburn hair like even if you don't even talk about the jaws extra that is such a like distinct thing about someone especially in a place like provincetown where people would be able to come forward and be like oh that's 
probably my friend. My friend or, yeah. 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 Like if you have friends or loved ones. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting they to would think, come okay, forward. then maybe she wasn't murdered in Provincetown. Yeah. So where or was she murdered and why was she taken to Provincetown? It could have been that Ooh. she came from like, because uh, Cape Cod also is a highly, like it's a crazy tour spot. Yeah. So like she could have come from somewhere else. That's and then true. sadly. Maybe, oh, maybe she traveled to Cape Cod and ended up getting murdered. Yeah. Worst vacation ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Like um, a serial killer who like preys on tourists. Oh my god, they would love Cape Cod. They <laughs> like, would. They would the love summer Cape would Cod. Be, no one would come here. And right? leaving her like, like a beach, serial like killer was running rampant during the summer for a on tourist Cape Cod. Thing. I think that what I'm makes it so interesting. The Provincetown PD. <laughs> oh yeah, the and next, tell them. so there's another <laughs> case that we're gonna talk about. Um, it's not like murder, but um, no, I, it, I'm excited. It yeah. happens in Provincetown as well. We'll get to that, but um. I was going to say that her, I, I read on the wiki, it says that her remains were found just yards away from a road and had a significant amount of insect activity. Two sets of footprints led to the body and tire tracks were found 50 yards from the scene. Whoa. Okay, that's significant. That changes. Yeah. <laughs> that the, changes woman, the woman may have died two weeks before the body was found. Two weeks? Wait, yeah. I thought it would have been way longer. Oh, so, well, two weeks is enough for, like, yeah. wind and rain I and all that really stuff. I didn't really realize I wonder that. when within that two weeks she was brought. Too. Yeah. Um, like, if like, like you mean after the, she was murdered, if she yeah. was immediately brought there, uh, yeah, or if yeah. like she was dropped wait, off? Like also dated. interesting. Was she mutilated before <gasps> being dropped oh, at the crime? Or There's just in the sand. Wait. Because it, it's I important know. to it's know because so like where you're looking for evidence as well. It doesn't like necessarily help like identify her in any way Mm -hmm. it just helps like make a profile of the person who killed her like there are so many specific things that and if we know if it happened in town then they could look in town rather than on the beach for evidence and things because even being in provincetown like trying to like walking around trying to find a serial killer or like a suspect Mm -hmm. would be extremely difficult in a place like that like everyone is mostly so nice (laughs) um what makes this case so interesting is that like this type of stuff doesn't really happen on the Cape. Like, we don't... Not at all. Like, when we were researching all this stuff for the Halloween podcast, we were, like, surprised to, like, find out all these, like, crazy things that have happened and, like, serial killers that existed on the Cape. Because it's, like... W- it's really, like, boring here. There's not yeah. much to do. From, There's from not the perspective no, of living here... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you wouldn't really I'm, think yeah. that this type Sam of stuff Because for Sam and happens. Joe... Like, this probably used to be, like, an exciting, like, it touristy was. place for we, you. But now it's just, like, your home. We used to come down for vacation. Like, mm-hmm. Cape Cod was our, like, vacation That's my family, spot. too. Yeah. My house used to be a summer house, but now it's not. Mm-hmm. And when I'm you sure look at the Cape, like, obviously there's, like, murders and crime and stuff like that. But it's, like, not, like, serial killers that are, like, going yeah. after specific people and, like, mysteries that we still haven't found out. So it's, like, really interesting to find out about this type of stuff. Yeah, and, and the fact that it's still not... Oh. Un- yeah. yeah, the fact that we still don't yeah. know who she is, which rest in peace. There's like a crazy? lot of other problems on the Cape, like heroin use. You know, <laughs> like the list goes on and on. But like murder and serial killers is not high up there, like at no, all. Yeah, it's definitely drugs. So it is murder. like almost like cinematic, it, like <laughs> in ooh, a way, like because it's just like if you're in Chicago and someone gets murdered, it's, it's literally not, like. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, no one. Day. No, that's definitely true. It, it's like a bigger deal. No, murder happens yeah. all the time in Chicago. It, but it's a, there's here a higher on Cape. Yeah. No. You know. It just yeah. It depends on where where it's happening and like what we put as important. So like with heroin, especially on the Cape, it is something that we do need to focus on. Like just like 
fixing yeah. with serial killers as we don't see them as much and especially now in the days where like crime like crimes get solved like way faster than before yeah. it's i don't think serial killers are going to want to like work on the cape so like it's not as important as something as like Their drugs work. and things like i that. feel yeah. like this is really random but i feel like this type of stuff is stuff that turns into legends like i feel like murders like this it's like it ends up being like don't almost traditional dunes. for like parents to tell their kids mm-hmm. like oh like go to bed or like the lady of the dunes is gonna get you like i feel like <laughs> she could totally turn into like that goes along like with the like name go, too go, like yeah you get lady, lady, of like lady of the dunes it's not it like becomes kind of like it can be interpreted as scary almost. or not but yeah. i do think it's interesting because it's so rare on the cape like i could picture it becoming like a legend like hundreds of years mm-hmm. from now like like don't i mean go on it's the true dunes. Yeah, like, don't go on the dunes hat night. When I first was reading, like, Stephen King, I thought it was, like, him or, like, his son was, like, writing a book about it. And then, like, I saw the theory thing. But, like, I could see someone, like, making a whole movie about it and, like, this whole tale. Sort of, like, La Lorona. I don't know how to say it, but La Lorona, which is, like, the Mexican, like, I think, nun or woman who was, like, drowned. And then, like, oh. children, if they don't go to sleep or something, they, oh, like... Yeah. Wait! Yeah. And then there was, like, I was a literally movie. just going to say, oh, I watched a video like that last night. No, it was about that. Like, yeah. this this YouTuber that I watched, um, before Halloween, she does something called Freak Week. So, mm-hmm. like, for seven days, and then Halloween is the seventh day, she does, like, scary videos. And there's one about... I'm not even going to try to pronounce <laughs> it. And then another legend, too. That's why it made me think of that. That's so interesting that you knew what I was talking about kind of somebody could be getting murdered right now and we wouldn't know oh, i'm sure well, someone I is mean, getting there's murdered right now <laughs> of people yeah i there's definitely someone being murdered just you can slowly murder someone like, like torture so like you mean someone's dying people? yeah right what? Like, are, are you saying though. like we're all yeah, dying just at slower rate oh, this yeah. became like a super yeah. introspective <laughs> yeah that's true what are, oh exactly. my god Speaking about that, there is this girl who is being like poisoned by her <gasps> college mate because um, really? she didn't want her in her <gasps> dorm. And this she was, happens like, so putting, much; like, it's so weird. Her food. On her yeah, on I, her toothbrush, that... her backpack. She was like rubbing stuff yeah. on no, it. No, I That's think awful. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if this is the same <sighs> thing, but this is very common with like psychotic college roommates. I mm-hmm. like watched a documentary type thing about this. It was two girls, and they were roommates, and one of the girls. I hope this is okay to say, but, like, yeah. She would, like, um, like poke holes in the other girl's condoms, and she would, and no. the girl who was doing that would take her, like, used tampons and rub them on the other girl's backpack. Yeah. Um, she she peed in, like, some of her, like, she had, like, a pitcher of, like, cold brew or something, and she, like, peed in it. Um, oh yeah, she had like so she did terrible things to her, like literally terrible. Oh and my god, that type of stuff. It like, might have been that's not okay. The same. Um, she was okay. She got sick though. Yeah, oh, she was like I thought I had like she a didn't like die, like, but she weeks. got like s- you get sick from like drinking other people's blood. Really? Yeah, really? yeah. Um, <laughs> really blood. And then what's so dumb is that the girl, which is interesting because it's sort of like with serial killers and like, oh, I killed them and blah, blah, blah. Oh, the girl yeah. went, the girl who'd like done all this stuff to the other girl, she went on her Instagram and bragged about it to people. Like, really? I finally got her out of my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my dorm, God. all this stuff. I wonder people if reported she knew her. that, that- I happen. feel like you would know that you're gonna get reported. Exactly. There's at least one people, one person who's gonna be like, "What are you so doing?" So they're like probably the just, they the just think they're slick. Like they think that no one's gonna realize it. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty hard not to notice that someone peed in your coffee. Mm-hmm. Like you'd have to be pretty oblivious <laughs> to drink it and be like, 
Oh, I thought you meant she had a poster of cold brew. And just what? <laughs> and like she beat on it. Somehow. I thought that. I thought you said cold play. Cold play. Yeah, cold yeah. Play. Play. Like her uh, albums, all of them are ruined. Her records are <laughs> never working. Oh, that's worse now. Oh. <laughs> Sam was just thinking this whole time she peed on her poster. Yeah, I thought that for like the first second. But it's like. The th- it's like with the serial killers, like thrill of the kill, like oh I did this, I'm gonna get caught, and now it's like everyone knows yeah. me as that person, like I'm the bad guy. And for some people, they do want to be caught. They do, like, a lot of times too. Like, serial killers will come forward as a witness and like try to insert themselves into investigations. And the profilers will say like later on, like we're pretty we can guarantee we've interviewed this person before, like based on the profile mm-hmm. and that's so yeah. risky. It's yeah. funny no, because they do it and you think like, like serial killers are like smart. Cause you have to think of all the variables, but you, they don't. Well, like a lot of them have like sociopathic yeah. or psychopathic so it tendis- it tendencies. To them. So they, they don't really care. Yeah. Like yeah. they just, it's just like getting off for them. It's like, if they have yeah. something that they want to complete, as long as, like, other things don't get in the way of it, like, trying to kill someone, if you get arrested, it's like, oh, well, I, at least I killed people. Yeah, know? no, and like, it's not... <laughs> yeah. Um, it's weird. I don't... What if we talk mm, about the other mystery? Yeah, This one isn't, should. like, murders, but this one is... This one's more halloween This one's creepy. It's... The Black Flash, or the Provincetown Phantom, or the Devil of the Dunes. Ooh. I feel like if you call it the Devil of the Dunes, that makes it seem like the murderer yeah. in the Lady <laughs> of the Dunes oh case. Wait. But it is, like, fitting. Like mm-hmm. the Lady of the Dunes I'm gonna go with murdered by the Devil yeah. of the Dunes. The Black Dunes. Flash for the rest of this. Black Flash, okay. So, the Black Flash was this strange entity encountered in Provincetown around, like, 1939. Um, what made it so weird was that it was known for its, like, insane speed and agility and it had like this really maniacal laugh and also made like a buzzing noise sort of like an air conditioner like if you like stand near it you can hear like a mm, like a humming and it that like it chased its victims um it wasn't like a normal person it was like in inhumanly tall like seven to eight feet and there was like reports of glowing eyes and like pointed ears and it, there wasn't like a face or like a body. It was just like a black form, sort of like with like sleep paralysis. Um, and people say it's similar to something called Springheeled Jack, which was an English folklore that um, people believe was like a demon or um, Satan, like terrorizing England during like the 1800s. Um, some of the theory, like one theory, of course, is that it was an interdimensional being that oh had warped gosh. into our plane of existence to terrorize people. Mm-hmm. Which, Interesting like, theory. That's a fun thing to think about. Yeah. Just like fourth dimension beings like playing with us. Um, but the Provincetown police um, think it was a group of jokers. And the chief, Anthony Tarvers, had said that the black flash is dead and buried. Like, quote, that was his quote. But he hasn't named them. He said that he would not name them, which it's like it doesn't really give much credibility. Yeah. Chief, like the chief of police. Police, yeah. You'd and think you're not gonna name them? But he's like, oh yeah. No, that which sounds like he's literally just trying to scare little kids, like not. That's what I was just about to say. What well, if it was him? I would think that it oh. was just him, like covering up, so that like it's not like mass hysteria. I mean, it especially. would be his problem if it became exactly. A bigger thing. So like instead of just saying that like they're still around or they know yeah. who it is. 
they can just say that the Black Flash is dead and they're buried, that they're gone. Um, there has been one account that has been uh, written down. It was in the Provincetown mag- magazine, and the person goes, um, or the woman, uh, her name is Miss Costa. She goes, uh, one October night, as Miss Costa walked by town hall, an inhumanly tall figure dressed in all black jumped out in front of her from out the bushes. He had glowing blue eyes, big silver ears, and the ability to jump like a gazelle. Costa ran into a coffee shop screaming and several men inside ran down Commercial Street looking for the apparition, but found nothing. The police apparently chuckled after taking a statement from the visibly shaken Costa. Um, there was also reports of people seeing it in one part of town and then another person seeing it on the other side of town the exact same time. Whoa. So it's like... I feel like like fear is contagious. Mm-hmm. So like maybe one person saw, like, saw something it. And then like saw something and then everybody get scared mass hysteria and yeah then they start to think they see it that's yeah and that's what i think like the police officer was like no mm. he's dead and blah 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 he didn't want to create more like this know. to me is a lot more scary than a serial killer mm-hmm. just because what really to, well in my mind i'm like you don't know what this is like a serial it's killer unknown, is just a person so, yeah. like a person well, like a, a serial killer will kill this you. is yeah. like hp <laughs> yeah but this could kill books. you too but you don't know what it is mm-hmm. Exactly. Mystery is more scary. Mm-hmm. Like I feel not having. The I was talking about, it. about this to someone like recently. Horror movies where it's something that I've like consider unrealistic, like a haunted doll or yeah. like something like this. Like they do not scare me at all. Because it makes but sense to you. No, it, that's the thing. I in my mind, it's super unrealistic and it's just not possible. And so I'm like, that yeah. doesn't scare me. But when I watch like a type of movie, like where it is people getting murdered mm-hmm. and like mm. psychological type of stuff, then that's when it scares me. But do you think it's the it's opposite like, for you? If that is what scares you I more, I think it has to do with like the person. Like you've made connections with a doll that are positive, so like you don't think dolls are scary. Oh. Well, there's also the fact that like with a with a yeah, with a doll, like, you can be like, there's no way that a doll's going to get possessed. But mm-hmm. a person, yeah, they could murder you, like, 100%. Oh, so you think, like, the Black Flash is, like, a person who's possessed? No, I think the Black Flash is scarier because you don't know what it is. But you know, oh, that like, scares a person you. makes but, like, more this sense type of to stuff, me. I but think you don't know who, what the person looks like, who the person yeah. is. But it it's a anybody person. Past no, but, but like, yeah, I get why capable. that's scary. But for me, this is just, like, a really, really cool, like, interesting, like legend mm-hmm. quote unquote like i don't i don't think it's like like i don't know it's just i view it differently yeah. i, I guess how it would be scary if you're walking down the street and then you just see like <laughs> this thing like yeah. laughing and, like, mm-hmm. it's different if you're like personally affected by it yeah, yeah. like if you're if, it if you're miss costa and you think you were like it as well like this yeah. person thinks that they're like eight feet tall when they're like just the same height but they're like Four especially with in provincetown with like some weird like up hills and stuff like he only stands he could on like hills. stand up there and it could seem that he's like this massive person um Shadows. what scares me isn't like well serial killers and all that stuff is like worrying at night when i'm like trying to sleep but um <laughs> what scares me is like existential horror like Ooh, the that's nothingness really of space right. or stuff like that because okay. it's like that um, is with my super scary favorite like type of horror is like hp lovecraft what is that he, um he's this writer from like the oh. early 1900s who wrote like cthulhu and stuff like that and cthulhu is like you know what it is because it's like this giant octopus god thing but it's supposed to represent like things that we don't have control over like maybe like another dimensional being being able to like control yeah. us like same way how like 
we can draw on a piece of two-dimensional paper. Like, so, like, we have, we can manipulate that and we can control it. That is scary. Like, I don't really, I feel like I don't think about that often. Mm-hmm. think about that stuff that often but when i do it is very like it's disruptive to un- your mind exactly and, and very, it's supposed to make it's you th- hard to like get out of it make you feel like small and like oh my god i'm like, like insignificant yeah. yeah insignificant in the time and space of everything yeah it's super and creepy. that's scary too because there's nothing you can do about Mm-hmm. If that really is the case, then yeah. like, there's okay. no like, yeah, reassurance. Like, oh, it's not real. It's just a movie. It's I'm like, just, nope, this is yeah. real. This it's is like, a real. Because we don't know fear. everything about the universe. So like, yeah. what is out there? Like aliens. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> that would be so. Fu- I have podcast. so much to talk about. I think it was Rodrigo who said once. Yeah. I think it was Rodrigo who said once, like even on a different podcast, that aliens like just bacteria on another yeah, planet could be an alien which is I think super that was in our dreams podcast i think it was oh, yeah. yeah we kind of went off so i aliens. can see like why the phantom this black flash is creepy because it's like we don't know what it is it could be like a prankster who's like insanely tall or something mm-hmm. but like i don't know it's yeah, yeah. well um, Mr. we Shea's have a gonna ghost story a now ghost story. from Mr. all right Shea. In the theme of a rainy, gray day, the day before Halloween, that was out of nowhere. Okay. I will share with you my favorite ghost story, which was told to me by my friend Jared Mazachi's mom. Shout out Jared if he ever listened to this. Jared is now a professor at the University of... Ah, crap. Anyways, he's a leader in projection design. He won two Off-Broadway awards two years ago. He designed shows all around the world. And he was my director in a show my freshman year of college. And we went up to Hollis, New Hampshire, which is a small town near the Massachusetts-New Hampshire border, to film a show. Or I guess it was a production. It was half movie, half film. And we were filming in the middle of the night in a street and as we were driving home he's like oh maybe my mom's gonna tell us the cool story and we're like all right what's the cool story so we get there and he's like mom you have to tell a story and we're like all right cool what's the story so she said when they moved into the town so she was working in an office and his father was teaching at a university two older siblings he wasn't born yet when they moved there so her his brother had these dreams about this stained glass window before they moved in and when they walked into the house for the first time open the front door and there's a set of stairs right as you walk in there's a landing and then it keeps going up and right at the landing there was the stained glass window and he goes that's the window in my dream and they're like all right that's weird they move in in the summer before school starts so they can get settled they hire some painters to paint the house old house uh, 1700s and as their painters are up there on the scaffolding this neighbor walks by and goes hey, okay I'm the neighbor the house isn't gonna like that color and they're like well, well houses don't like colors oh, yeah. humans like, like colors and they're like alright house isn't gonna like the color I'm like that's weird <laughs> they're gone the next day they come back painters are gone paint's there scaffolding's there they reach out to them can't hear from them they end up having to finish painting themselves so the year progresses it gets to the winter and how the routine worked for the family was Jared's older brother would get home from school first 
younger brother would get home with a babysitter about an hour later. So it's a snowy day. And so Jared's mom's telling the story and she's like, I'm at work one day. I get a call from my husband being like, my car's stuck in the snow. Can you come get me? She had four wheel drive. So she's like, all right. So she's packing her stuff up, gets another call, picks it up and it's the babysitter. And the babysitter's crying, being like, there's some blood. And she's like, all right, just give him a Band-Aid, you're fine. She's like, no, no. And she's like, I'll be there in a minute. I'm getting my husband. So she gets the husband, drives to the house, and she's like, hey, someone got cut. The babysitter was upset. She's like, it's probably fine. Babysitter's standing outside of the house with the two kids in the snow. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's snowing out. They're going to get sick. And the babysitter's sobbing. And the kids are just, like, pale white. And she's looking at them. She's like, are you hurt? And the babysitter's like, no, no, it's not them. It's inside the house. And she's like, what? Oh, my God. She said she walked into the house. And she said what it looked like is someone had taken buckets of blood and splashed it where the ceiling met the wall. And it was just dripping down. And she said as she walked into her living room, it was splashing on the carpet. Like, it was so soaked in. So she said her immediate reaction was trying to start cleaning up because she's like, what's going on? So they called the police. And the town's so small, they have one cop. And the cop gets in. He's like, "Uh, it must have been a turkey or a raccoon that broke in and it bled everywhere. And she's like, "Mm, no. So the blood get sampled. It went out for tests. And whenever they tested it, it would either come back as human or animal. It never had, like, a certain test. Oh, that's crazy. So suffice to say, they were like, peace, not living in this house. And they moved. So she's telling us the story from the house they had moved into. So she's, like, super creepy. So Hollis has the blood cemetery in it. You can look it up. It's, like, the most haunted cemetery in America. Um so she's we're like well did anything else weird happen she goes yes in this house and we're all like oh Oh, come on it's like 4 (laughs) a.m so she goes a year to the day i'm in the house and i hear this static sound from upstairs so she goes upstairs and she's like did a kid leave a tv on opens the bathroom door and the window is full of bees and they're all trying to get out and this is in the middle of the winter so she's like what's going on so she runs get a broom comes back up bees are all gone and that's where the story ended. But the piece where no one knew what happened was Jared's brother got home before everyone. So when the babysitter got home, he was standing in the bottom floor of the house. For an hour, he was in that house alone, Whoa. full of blood, and never said anything. So this is where Jared jumped in, and he's like, all right, so last year I was on a ski trip by my brother, and we're on the ski lift heading up, and he's like, so I got to tell you about something. I've been going to counseling because, like, this crazy thing happened. And we wanted to figure it out because he's like, I just blacked it out. I don't have no memory. So he said through the counseling sessions, what came out was he got home, opened the door, and went into the living room to turn on the TV. And because that's what he did every day. Turned the TV knob, old school TVs, and there was this red powder on it. And that's when he looked around and was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, so he ran up to his bedroom and opened the door and said he looked at his bed and it looked like someone had laid on the bed. There was an impression of a body in there and that impression was just full of blood. And then he passed out. Oh well, he gosh. doesn't know what happened. And he came to downstairs uh, to a phone ringing and then the babysitter walked in. He's like, my dad needs to get picked up. Um, oh my God. 
so there's like an hour of time he cannot account for of him going from upstairs to downstairs and in his bedroom so all the stuff was on the walls of the floor in his bedroom in the drawers of his dressers was full of blood like the clothing and stuff in there um so the thought and the research they've been doing is that like the classic like indian burial ground something going on with that with early settlements in new england you have the colonists and the natives having pretty bad battles but to this day like you can find like like especially the blood cemetery like there are some wild like confirmed reports of like yeah there's some ghosts so that's my um house full of blood story told to me by the person that that's like a movie i could imagine that like that's i wonder like what was the color (laughs) Of blood? That, no, like, oh, that the house painted. didn't like. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now you're like, wait, should I paint it? Oh yeah. Why would you? Why would you paint a um, house blue? I feel like I agree with the ghosts on this one. It's interesting. I yeah, I feel them. <laughs> it's interesting that you heard it from like the primary source because whenever I like hear stories like that, my immediate it's I'm like, just immediately like distrust. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, yep. But like, it's interesting that you got to like be in the house and like hear from the people because it's hard to like deny something not specific and something not like scary for someone that's so cool that the idea that like that was hidden in his mind and then through counseling like imagine you just get something like that unlocked in your brain that you didn't even know that is really scary. oh yeah no that happened when people have like a traumatic experience they like yeah. completely black oh. it out so that they don't have to like go yeah. through the trauma constantly it's called suppressed trauma yeah. Oh. yeah that reminds me a lot of the the shining um, oh, with the, the with yeah. the blood elevator. I didn't is, think of that. That movie. That's a great movie. Uh, I watched it like I think three weekends ago with my sister. Um, oh yeah. Oh, you're not going. Oh yeah, Brian was supposed to go as Jack Nicholson for Halloween. <laughs> but um, that movie. I want to spoil it because I want to talk about the ending. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert, guys. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, so at the end of the movie. Uh, Jack Torrance, the father, has died in the maze. Mm-hmm. There's like a maze that um, the wife and uh, the kid uh, escape from. And he's frozen in there. And then we cut to the inside of the hotel and zoom in on this picture of like a picture from the 1920s. And it's like all the staff and people from the hotel. And right at the center of it is Jack, like from the 1920s. Yeah. And the, the movie takes place during like I think the 60s or 70s. So it's Crazy. like, no, it's him, the same exact person. Mm-hmm. It, it's like as if he went back. But like um, people say that like maybe it's just like this cycle of like abuse and like the him going insane and like killing his family is constantly happening. And it's just like will never stop Whoa. because at the start of the movie, when he takes the job, he talks about how um, or they talk about how this um, this man went insane taking care of the yep. hotel and killed his whole family so like you can basically assume by the end of the movie that it was his past life so Mm. it's like this full circle story so is this like i'm so sorry i kind of like tuned out for a second is this a real like hotel that this happened in or was this in a movie in so the book that it's based off the shining is written by stanley oh nope stephen (laughs) king stanley kubrick directed the movie um (laughs) stephen king he based it off his stay at the I forget the name of the hotel, but I think it's in Colorado. It's this creepy hotel um, in the in the movie and in the 
book i think they have this specific room right like room 237 yeah i heard what you've said i just was confused yeah, about like they had named it 237 because in the real hotel they didn't have a number that went up that high so then people wouldn't like be scared of oh, going there that makes that's um, smart yeah, yeah. there's um, like a lot of there's a hotel in hollywood um, I'm about to look it up in a second. It's, it was in American Horror Story. I feel like you're, it anywhere. might have been, but oh, so this yeah. woman named Elisa Lamb was murdered there. Um, in the and a lot of other people in Hollywood were murdered there. So it's and a I think real it's really hotel. Yeah. That yeah. They can based I? Off in is it okay if I talk about Elisa Lamb for a second? Yeah. Okay. So she died at the Cecil Hotel in LA. That's what it's called. And so. <laughs> This is not obviously the full details, but this is enough to give you a gist of what happened. So she um, was about 20 years old, like 21. And she was staying at the Cecil Hotel. And it's important to note that she did have like mental health issues and not just like depression and anxiety. Like a lot of people think she was schizophrenic. But so she was staying in the Cecil Hotel and there's this surveillance video of her getting onto an elevator and she gets onto the elevator and and so she goes into the elevator and it doesn't close immediately it literally just stays open which is really weird and then she clicks every single button on the elevator and then it finally closes and it's just surveillance video of her pause i want to say something before it closes you can see her like visually like poking her head out like looking for someone like outside she's wearing A lot of people thought it looked like she was wearing a skirt, but really she's wearing men's super like XXXL like gym shorts, which a lot of people think is like interesting that she was dressed that way, which it is. And um, so anyways, she ended up at the hotel for a few days. A lot of people, and I'm sure like if you don't know the ending, you know where I'm going with this. A lot of people like thought the hotel's water tasted really funny oh god and that it was not right at all like didn't smell good didn't taste right and um and it ended up being that um elisa lamb's body was found in the water tank on the roof of the hotel yeah which that is like insane and the cause of death was drowning it says here what? I like, did not did know that. Okay, but anyways, there? yeah, there's no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or are you gonna? Yeah, I was just gonna continue? say, like, obviously this was investigated, and it, like, there's no really way to get into the water tank, especially mm-hmm. if you're like a 21 year old, like, small female, like, yeah. It, and it's it, it weighs really metal. strange. And no, there is a way to get into but it. Obviously, if she was in there, but it's, it's not. A giant metal it's not thing, something so accessible to a 21 year old woman, especially. I don't even think the roof was accessible to her. I don't even know how she got on the roof. And that's crazy. So a, a lot of people are like, she was crazy. Like she committed suicide. She was schizophrenic. But then a lot of people are like, there's no way she could have done this. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then a lot of people think that it has some sort of, what's the word when it's like spirits and stuff like para paranormal, paranormal activity because of it. The surveillance video, the surveillance video is really creepy. It yeah. indicates that she was playing, um, an elevator game and i don't know the name of it we can look really? it up really oh specific. i've heard yeah. of this before but it was a type of elevator game it's some sort of like um I native not i don't I think it's know an it's asian thing okay then it yeah. might be because she does have like asian yeah ancestry. she is but she it's an elevator game and it's supposed to be like you get off on a certain floor and you you see a demon and you don't say anything you just sit there and you, don't say anything and then you and get there's all back this into stuff the and it's so interesting and i someone can look it up but 
she's not the only person who was murdered in that hotel. Oh, yeah, no. There's been Imagine, like, people, booking a room at it's that hotel. It's like, hiding like, in the corner yeah, of no. the elevator. Oh, yeah, so, there, so you guys can't see the footage, but we're watching it, and it is very... Not she looks it's really like she's, she's hiding from something. She that looks we can't worried. See. She's okay, like, wait, I'm gonna watch it and then like explain yeah, it exactly. to people who are listening. Okay, so she gets in the elevator. All right, she's like, now she's pressing all of the buttons, but before she's doing that, the door isn't play, closing, play, play. which is not normal. Okay, now she's in the corner and the door's still not closing, which is not right. That's not supposed to happen. So she's just standing there. Okay, now she's confused. <laughs> now she's looking at the buttons. Now she just peeked her head out and she literally like lunged out of it. She, okay. Yeah, she's like, what? And now she's like backing into the side of the elevator. Yep, and, and now she's. The corner, oh, like that she's was weird. Now she's someone? she's backed up against like where corner. the buttons are. That is scary. In the corner. Okay, I nope. She's peeking yeah. out again. On the again. elevator door side. She's peeking out of the elevator again. It is important to note that she has literally pressed every single I, button I and like the door <laughs> is still not closing. And she clicked door closed too. Oh, okay. Now she's stepping with one leg out. Emma, how long is this? Because I don't think... (laughs) Two minutes. Okay. And we're already one minute through. I love this. Okay, she's back. Back in. She just keeps... Oh, Oh, girl, what are you doing? Okay, she's gone. Probably being murdered. No, that's sad. Okay. All right, now I don't know what just happened. It looks like she's putting her hair up. You can just see the corner of her elbow. What? Is she in the elevator still? No, this no. is her out there. Like, now she stepped out. Oh. And the elevator still has not would closed. The, would it, would a, like, no, yeah, she's still in the same place she started oh, in. Okay, now she's back. Look it. See it. Don't, doesn't that look like a skirt? Yeah. Okay, she's pressing the buttons again. She's pressing the buttons again. I feel like it's getting really repetitive. Uh, no, <laughs> I just want to wait for it to close. I think everyone got the gist of, like, <laughs> nah, You know what? Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Because we got things to talk about, you know? No. Just, this just is talk. Know. Well, then what's going to be All right, like I'll just fast forward to the end. She's out. SMH. Okay. I'm shaking All right. my head. Um, okay. Yep. But they use this um, They use this hotel as uh, a base for the um, Hotel Cortez in American Horror Story season hotel. I don't know what yep. number it is. But basically, it's um, in that season, like, if you die in the hotel, you can't leave. And there's, like... A whole cast of people who have died in the hotel. And that's so the one where there's like a bunch of serial killers. Yeah, I love that season. It was pretty good. It's really I good. Okay. I know we're not talking about just Cape Cod anymore, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Wait, but, 58 um, minutes. Yeah, we know, Joe. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to look up Cecil Hotel. Okay. I won't talk about the elevator footage anymore. Cecil Hotel murders. It's weird, like, the amount of stuff in the world that, like, not people but like structures literally yeah there was a page on wikipedia called list of deaths and violence at the cecil hotel yeah elizabeth short super famous black dahlia the black dahlia she didn't die there but i'm pretty sure she she was at she was at cecil's bar days shortly before her murder wow and then richard ramirez and jack hold spirits it's like i believe that that they are like yeah i don't yeah yeah. I feel like you can't your Suicide. energy doesn't just disappear. Like your energy no, stays on so. earth when I don't your body. So. What? Especially so if you're going to be an angry ghost and bad things happen to you, then you're going to want to stay. You're an angry person. You're going to leave that. 5 energy. 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 yeah. 15 16 17 What? Okay, there were 17 deaths 
17 deaths at the Cecil Hotel. Oh my god. And two deaths that were associated with, with the Cecil it, yeah. Hotel. I feel like there definitely would be bad energy there. Yeah. I'm sure that, that is not a good happen. place to be. Even yeah. if there's not bad energy, like, there is. <laughs> oh my god, Brian. Field trip? You, would Field we trip expect anything less than Brian? <laughs> I wonder if it's really low because no one wants to stay there because it's the so scary. And the next podcast will be in the Cecil Hotel. But yeah. if you think about it, as a place a like the trip? Cecil Hotel, oh a hotel in LA where yeah. hotels are probably really expensive, a lot of people probably are just like, oh, look, a cheap hotel in LA. Exactly. And then they book it and then they die or yep. kill themselves, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. Going back to like the Lady of a the Dunes. A lot of people jumped, like, but... A lot of them are also going back to the Lady of the Dunes. Yes. It could be like how she was a tourist and she was killed on her vacation. Like yeah. these people, like people literally who prey on tourists. Tourists are very vulnerable. Like if you think about it, if I've never been to the West Coast the or really even left the East Coast at all, but I would not know like where I was or what I was doing. I, I'm not like the most. I'm pretty gullible. I think. Like if someone came up to me and well, was you like, trust "Oh my God, because like, you're vulnerable because you're in a new place." Even yeah. in different countries, like going to Brazil, my mom told me, <laughs> "Like never. don't pull out your phone or like don't mm. speak English because people will like, yeah. they'll know that you're from that country. You probably have money." So like, Brian went to Brazil like two exactly. weeks, or he just came back like two days ago. My cousin said that he, I'd have a better time with him, and that uh, he wanted to go to a club with me, right, in a place where his dad lives, and he said that. Um, we'd get a lot of attention because we'd be speaking English at the club, but we couldn't be too loud if we were to do that because where his dad lives is, like, a lot of, you know... Crime. Those exactly. Are very so, like, if people heard us speaking English, it'd be like, oh, Americans got money, let's rob them. That's true. Blah, blah, blah. So do you think that there's a lot of serial killers in Brazil? No, well, I think there's a lot of murders. <laughs> like, there's, like, a lot of, like, gangs and, like, uh, drug dealers. But there aren't drug dealers where, like, Oh man, like let me get some weed. All right, and they're like the ones that like, if you pissed them off once, like they'll shoot you in the head right there. Yeah. Like in the street. Okay. I love how this went yeah, from like so mysteries to we traveled around the world. Um. Oh wait. Can I mean I that say? makes sense. All right. I need oh, to yeah. say this. Elisa Lamb, by the way, she was found naked in the water tank. Yeah. Did any of her Whoa. organs Wha- was missing or anything? No, That's wasn't she intact? Her, her body was decomposing. No. She, she was intact. Because if her organs was mi- were missing, I would have been like... If her, organs if her organs were missing, it would definitely harvesters. be fair to say she did not kill herself. Yeah. Because I don't... Because no, I would have said, like, organ harvesters, like Kaneka Jenkins. Because she was in Chicago. Well, oh my God, that's a whole Chicago. thing. Chicago. No, we she was in LA. Let's say when we're being for Halloween. <laughs> no, let's oh, not, no. Sam. I'm being compostable. <laughs> I'm being the cookie monster. <laughs> Mine is a surprise. Rodrigo <laughs> okay, is back to this. Rodrigo. It's a surprise, everyone. Mm-hmm. All right. Rodrigo's a rat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Be safe. Trick or treat. Don't eat razors or anything, cool. even though those really not that likely. Murderers. Yeah. Don't. Don't get killed by an actual serial killer dressed up as a serial yeah. killer. Or a tall guy in black. Yeah. All right. Well, goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.